Bam, 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 bam. Welcome to another episode of A Marvelous Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jonah Cecil. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I'm Noah Cecil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Nick Johnston. What? We got a little Johnitis in here. I don't know if it's contagious, but I'm a little afraid. That does sound kind of itchy. <laughs> little Johnitis. Little. <laughs> Tonight. I know a lot of people. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be talking about episodes one through three of Andor from the new Star Wars series that just released. When did it come out? Last Thursday? It was last Thursday? How many episodes did they have last they, Thursday? They dropped three episodes, yeah. and oh, okay. then they're putting an episode out a week. Oh, okay. All right. And Andor is the last name of the main character, if you didn't pick that up on the first watch through. Yeah, I didn't even. I had forgotten that this was the main character or one of the main characters from Rogue One. Um, that didn't even click until I was halfway through Episode Two. I'm like, oh hey, he was in Rogue One. So this is supposed to be before Episode Four, correct? But after Rogue One. Before Mash, but before after Mash. I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, well, because they, when they used to have the MASH TV show, they had MASH, and then they had After MASH. Mm. That was a joke, but anyway, it gotcha. land very gotcha. well. Gotcha. Um, I just haven't... It, Grace, Grace knows MASH. I, I am MASH ignorant. I admit it. I don't... I've never watched it. I just knew that that existed. Um, well, yeah, you couldn't have seen it. You've never seen it, guy. Me and Nick were just having an interesting discussion. Why is it that every single Star Wars planet is all one biome? Noah, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, what do you mean? So, let me, if I may, if I may. (laughs) Biome is... If I may. Um, So, what we were discussing is, like, Earth is... has four seasons. And, like, different parts of the world have different... Oh, so you're wondering like there's or why there's like a snowy planet and the whole planet's snow, the whole planet's water, the whole planet's molten lava. Now, how do you know that that's true? How do you know we're not just seeing Hoth in the middle of winter, coincidentally? <laughs> okay, well, um, <laughs> the whole planet looks white, doesn't it? Yeah. So does a big grassy field in the middle of winter if you look around. Uh, yeah, but that would also mean that the whole planet is experiencing winter. Well, there's not, like, sunny parts of the planet. We're comparing these Star Wars planets to Earth like it's going to be the same thing, and it's not, because, I mean, let's say a planet has, like, nine moons. You're going to tell me that that wouldn't throw something off to where it would be different than Earth? Well, we're the only planet in the solar system that has our weather. And that's just our solar system. But... Like, out of the sample of however many we got right around us. Well, Nobody's got our exact weather. Nobody experiences seasons the same way we do. Like, some of those planets, their winter might be 25 Earth years plus. Now, so it would, it would still be seasons, but not the way we experience them, where there's four different distinct weather patterns. I'm, I'm going to bring up an interesting parallel to what you're saying. because We'll you're, be the judge of if it's interesting. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so you remember 
the Star Wars the animated series, you remember when you see that still of Kit Fisto when he's in the water and he ignites his lightsaber and he's got like the scuba clones, which I had an action figure of that. And those that were was the coolest. Cool. Those were the coolest clones in the entire <laughs> everything. Um, but later on, Ren Var undergoes a change in their weather conditions. Something happens during it happens during the Clone Wars itself because you go to Ren Var. At that point, when Kefisto is on the planet, and it's a water planet, and there's nothing changed, you know, it's it's all just one, just consistent ball of water. Then Renvar becomes an ice planet. Something changes, like atmospherically, or the sun gets blocked off from it, or whatever, and then it becomes cold. Is it that guy? Yeah, I remember I threw it away because we were moving out of our house, and that was my rebellion. I was like, you know what, Mom? Fine, I have to lose my childhood home. I'm gonna lose my favorite toy too, and it's on you. That'll and, teach but you. But yeah, she didn't. It. I realized now she didn't even know I did that. <laughs> so I just <laughs> I threw my action figure for no reason. You know how I'm sad about moving? I want to be sadder. Yeah. Oh, I oh, threw, threw away so, so much. many things. Star Wars toys. That does I it made. does it remind you of your childhood? Then it should probably go in the fire pit. <laughs> I had, I was told this is just childhood trauma moment. <laughs> I was told if you don't burn it, his kids will because we we're moving into my mom's boyfriend's house. And I was like, I remember I looked at her. I used words I, a twelve year old should not have <laughs> used. Put down old yeller. Yeah. Like, I was no, like, I will. I'll be, do it, ma. I will be <laughs> danged if some other kid's gonna burn my fudging crap. <laughs> like, I was very upset. <laughs> I was like 11, 12 years old. He didn't say fudging, but yeah. he did say crap. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wasn't a complete animal. Um, we live in a society. <laughs> we live in a society. Um, so, quick on what you said about Kit Fisto. I know it's a cartoon, but that scene... At <laughs> nope. That that scene breakthrough when that came out, <laughs> him igniting that lightsaber underwater, oh yeah, just gave me chills. Like seeing a lightsaber get lit underwater, get lit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? It's a weird hip hoppy slangy episode. I don't know how I feel. Lit. <laughs> what has Star Wars done to us? Rest in peace, Coolio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he did pass away. Didn't he do Gangster's Paradise? Yeah. Mm. I rolled up this morning, and my one of my bosses had that blaring before he walked in. Like out not, of uh, not Amish Paradise. Yeah, out of, uh, yeah, not Amish Paradise, which I know every single word to. But Gangster Paradise, which I only know... I know the chorus. The chorus, too. Because it's so similar to the other one. Okay, so Andor. Yeah, Andor. Back to the actual show that we were talking about. Um, on the note... I'm sorry. On the note of the biome thing, are there any other really... Like, we start out the show watching, like, another really rainy planet. And I for, I don't know what it was called. Like, I know the first episode, there was a really rainy planet. So I wrote down, what other really rainy planets are there besides whatever one that is and Camino? Ooh. Because it actually looks kind of like Camino. I was going to say Camino. I was going to say whichever one Kiadimundi is, or oh. however you pronounce it, his 
Maguito? No, that's Camino. Maguito is the well, Keanu, lava. That's planet. where that's where you fought with him on Battlefront, right? Yeah, on Maguito. Because well, you remember when they do the giant is Jedi massacre? Sh- yeah, shot down. yeah. The saddest scene out of glory. any of the Star Wars movies ever is watching all the Jedi get killed in their own horribly graphic ways. Like, because they don't censor right, anything. I mean, it's not saw level. Not no, well, Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that is the going worst. To do. <laughs> Massive overbite. <laughs> um, well, no, when they. I think the worst one was probably when Ela Sakura gets killed because. She's not expecting that. They're on Felucia, and just all of a sudden, just everybody... And then she has a second to think about what's going on, and then... I always found it weird that the clones just didn't have any qualms in that scene. Like, there's not a single one of them that's like, no, we fought with Avila Secura, like... I wonder if they've all essentially, like, like, through the process of creating them, if they've all had the equivalent of a lobotomy. Because they, they seem, at least most of them, uh, especially the like most frequently pictured clones, because it's, I mean, there were only so many people they made clones of, um, they seem fairly void of emotion, like they're just, ro- like they have a robotic quality, which actually leads me to another thing we'll talk about later, but... Well, with that, though, like, in the Clone Wars and stuff, you actually see that they do have emotions, though. Like, Rex and stuff. Like, you get... So, the, the Clone Wars, like, animated thing, yes, but it wasn't like that in any of the movies. Like, I... The clones didn't have that same kind of a relationship with people that they had in the Clone Wars yeah, like, we didn't actually, like... like you call it? The one, like, clones in the movie, for whatever reason, like, it doesn't show the emotional attachment that the Jedi actually do have to the clones. Well, because, because some... They have some, them to the clones. Yeah, to the clones. The clones on the... Well, okay, like, for instance, Captain Rex. Captain Rex was probably loyal to Darth Vader, but I haven't watched all the Clone Wars, which I don't... You guys, like, you... Nick, hail me as like the Star Wars expert. I haven't watched all of Clone Wars, like the TV show. I oh, haven't seen all of Clone Wars. There's there's so much content out there that my thing was like I know how it ends. Like that, I started watching. I'm like, yeah, but like Darth Vader comes, so like I know what happens. That's the big trouble with prequels, which we've talked about on. Was it Mandalorian? Something like that. Really watching any of like well, oh, any, watching any of. Kenobi. Oh yeah, oh, Kenobi, yeah. where there's like no stakes. Like, yeah, yeah, because like Leia is like oh, no. dangling from the cliff, and it's like you're not gonna. Oh die. no, is she gonna die? Is Luke Skywalker gonna die? She might fall and bust an ankle. Is <laughs> is Obi Wan gonna die? But um, let's talk about um, Big Ben, the guy that rings the watchtower. But that's and too late. That's Episode Three. Are we done with Episode One? That was Episode. Or was it episode two or three? Well, we're actually? doing we're doing two. one through three, right? And yeah. I'm assuming we can just visit them in any order that we see fit, right? Oh, okay. One of the other series we did, we talked about just trying to actually stay in order, kind of. Are we not worried about that this time? I don't care. I don't care. Okay, then yeah, talk about whatever, whenever. I just I just I don't, want, I don't want to forget about Big Ben just because the. Okay, so he gets up in the watchtower and he rings the bell and wakes everybody up on this planet, right? What if he doesn't wake up? 
What if he like, sleeps? If he's dead, he's dead, dead, yeah. His alarm doesn't What if he off. never wakes up? We hope his soul was saved. <laughs> um, well, well, yes, but... <laughs> yeah, if uh, Wake Up Guy sleeps in, well, you... I mean, it's essentially like when I didn't wake up at White Pines to get us ready for school. Because Mom didn't have alarms. She had me. And y'all had me. I don't even remember any of that. Anybody that is a sibling or an oldest sibling knows that you are the alarm clock for for the family. Like, I feel that. I didn't know that you had that same situation. I was 11 with a Batman alarm clock. That's how young I was. And I had to get all my siblings up and ready for school. My first year of public school, which was sixth grade, um... It was during that year the mom and dad split, right? Yeah, sixth yeah. grade. Cause so third. it started out real solid, and I, like, it was a pretty good start to going to public school overall. Like, things felt really structured, and then like halfway through our very first year, our parents split up, and it wasn't when they actually got divorced, but like, it was just a tough time. Like my dad was in a motel for a little bit, and then my mom was in the townhouses for a bit, and so yeah. Very I, white trash. Kid. Then, like, because they split up, because they made that choice, then I became alarm clock in two households. It's like, how did you guys get up before? <laughs> because when they were together, I didn't wake everybody up. I didn't even set an alarm. I would do anything before having to go to work to have Dad <laughs> looming over me <laughs> and go, if you're going to want to take a snooze, now's the time. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, how good things were then. <laughs> um, on the uh, sorry, I I just need to look back. I I keep thinking about my state trying to take notes last night. I was far too tired to start the episode, but I really wanted to be caught up with everybody. So I remember typing in Star Wars Jason Bourne. I'm like, okay, so he this first episode, you know, he kind of went. Like, Commando, and I didn't think he really knew what he was doing. Like, I was like, oh, he's got amnesia, because he can't find his sister, and, like, he's super-duper quick and has some kind of, you know, like, it looks like almost military skills. Like, very quickly gets the upper hand against these two guards. I'm like, he's Star Wars Jason Bourne. No, I was way off, but at the time, it seemed like good info. And right below that, I have Space Dog Pete on Wally. Do you remember one of the little junkyard hound things peeing on me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just in the middle of typing out that he reminded me of Wally, I, and then I had Space Dog peed on Wally. I don't. Wally. <laughs> I don't remember that happening, but I do yeah. love the phrase "Space Dog peed on Wally." Yeah, like, that's. There's a T-shirt right there. <laughs> Come get your bicentennial cupcake in a cup. Ah, <laughs> uh, that movie. We all watched it for Earth Day in third grade. And by we all watched it, I mean we all talked through it. <laughs> I literally thought you were doing a Jeff Goldblum impression, but then I realized you were quoting Wally. <laughs> no, if I was doing a Jeff your... Goldblum impression, it would be, Hello, barista you, let me get a caramel macchiato. <laughs> bitter bad, bitter bad. We didn't even explain why we called him Big Ben. Like, oh, yeah. Because, well, it, how that graduated was the guy that comes in and rings the gong, like Mushu, um, we're like, 
man, how does he get up? And we've already covered that part. And then if he doesn't wake up, nobody wakes up. And then if he does what ha- happens in regular town squares where the, the the bell rings every hour, then he's got to be up 24 hours a day. Damn and then we're like, we call I, I called him Big Ben, but I can't remember. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, we call him Big Ben. His real name's Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> my real name's Thomas. I don't know why they call me that. <laughs> You don't know my name, do you? <laughs> At first, I felt bad for the guards. The no. they're, well, they're not Imperial Guards. What are they? They're like a police force. Yeah, it's like the security force. That, they run a cop, Paul Bart, anyway. Yeah. Paul Bart Simpson. <laughs> Paul Bart. Did I say Paul Bart? <laughs> yeah. No, I meant Paul Bart. I mean, we'll see, I guess. When it's because we... I'm chewing on our paid endorsement. is brought to you by Grand's Coffee Pouches. <laughs> So, do you remember when he's asking the little robot, little Wally dude, to tell a lie for him, like, to make up a story about, you know, how he hasn't seen him? He's asking the robot, like, that's the first, I think that's the first thing he asked to cover for him in episode one, was the robot. So he's going to disappear. And he was saying that it takes lots of energy to come up with a lie. Now, that is actually... Like, I don't know if they're going off of how hard it is to actually keep track of lies as a person, because that's the thing with lies. You tell one lie, and then depending on who you told the first lie to, you got to come up with more lies to cover that lie up, more lies, more lies. And that actually would be, like, that would take a lot of energy for a robot to do all that stuff. I mean, it does for a human, too, but just... To have infinitely many outcomes in which you have to come up with another lie without ever contradicting the first one. And, yeah, that would definitely, like, make your processor work harder to, to like, oh, I'm talking to this person, boop, and it's got to, like, upload all of the memories of the things that it's told each specific person, so that actually, like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, the more lies you tell, it's more... Processor. Like, you ever just have a ton of apps open on your phone and things starts dying? Oh, episode two, just, I'm, I'm giving all the Wally related uh, factoids and such. Um, <laughs> this was a note from tonight, and it's that he's more like Eeyore mixed with Wally than just Wally. He's got a very, like, oh, like, very sad sound to him. It's just, he sounds oh. mopey. Like, no, that's don't pretty. Leave me. I, I like him. Please I like stay. the, I like the droid. Um, I thought he was a bad guy though because he was like, "You should tell me where the stuff is," <laughs> and I was like, "Very smooth." Ha 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 ha. <laughs> he was like, "You should tell me where you hit it. You should stay." <laughs> like, there's nothing to be afraid of. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Reminded me of Claptrap on Borderlands. Oh, yeah. um, um, what was the guy's name? Is it Luth? Uh, Luthen. Luthen. The old guy. Yeah, the old guy. So. Yeah, that's one of my notes. Who no is that guy? Like a barnyard. No thanks. I'm a no helpian. Oh, cool. I'm a, I'm a Luthen. <laughs> Dude, I got an arm! <laughs> <laughs> Righteous. 
I can't believe I'm not trying to hack on dad, but I can't believe how many times growing up we'd watch a cartoon or something. Can you believe that all the times that we would rewind something like 14, 15 times and he would laugh just as hard every single time is because he had toked a little bit? That's not me even trying to cut him down. That just makes way more sense now than when I was younger. I just, how do you still find this funny? Like, I would laugh. Okay, now some of that, I will say, was also that some people in your life, you will find that their laugh is contagious to you. And not, I mean, it's not always true, but, like, there are certain, like... So you're saying him watching it with us? Yeah, I think that was part of it. Now I'm not, I'm not <laughs> denying your claim. There definitely may be some uh, truth to that. But I remember on Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where the turtle climbs all the way up the steps one at a time, and then all the animals come running and knock him down the steps, and he's bouncing down. It's probably the hardest I've laughed at anything in my life. And like I, I mean, I couldn't breathe. Like I thought my eyes were gonna collapse into my head. I was. I was just dying, couldn't suck in enough air, and he just kept rewinding it and hitting play again. I don't know if he was trying to kill me with asphyxiation or if he enjoyed my laugh, but it was a fun time. <laughs> ah, uh, sweet memories. Um, so, let's say that there's, you know, three-ton metal objects falling from the ceiling... How much money are you... How much money has to be on the line for you to keep trying to go back for it after nearly dying ten times? Because this does have to do with episode three. I, I was mad that he went back for it several times and then didn't, <laughs> didn't get it. How many times do you have to be told to leave it? And then even after they narrowly escape with their lives, he's like, it's still in there. <laughs> like, no, Quick, you well, lost. There's still time. You no longer own that item. And we didn't see, I don't know, we didn't see them do the stereotypical, like, the, what are those guys called? They're just officers. The officers, like, pick this up and go, look what we found, or anything like that. It's just there. I actually thought that the the old guy that he met, um, I thought because he went back for the box, the old guy was going to end up dead. It kind of just felt like that kind of a trope. Because the guy gave him so many warnings, like, no, you need to leave it here. We're not going to make it if we try to get your stupid box. So, and he just keeps trying. So I thought the old guy was going to or die, and he was going to live. It was going to be one of those lesson moments. So are we actually, did we already answer our question from earlier, which was that, you know, we're trying to figure out where is this taking place. This must be before he gets in with the rebels. Because Luthen must be I, hooking him up with the Rebel Alliance. He's like, don't you want to fight these? That's you know, the note I have. Yeah. But is he like one of the original Rebels or a Rebel leader of some kind? Yeah, they actually, it blows my mind how true they've stayed to the appearances from Rogue One. Because, like, and, um, and, and I go back to this game a lot, but this game takes place in between episodes three and four so it's going to have a lot of the same things to do with anything they're going to do with episodes three and four um in star wars jedi fallen order you see saw guerrera which is forrest whitaker um or he's played by forrest whitaker he's one of the like first rebel leaders he was in rogue one um you see does he die in that yeah i think i think he died 
I now I'm gonna go back and probably watch Rogue One at some point because it has been a really long time since I've seen it. The last time I would have watched Rogue Run, Rogue Run, Rogue One would have been when I went and seen that with Noah in theaters. Which I think I remember liking Rogue One. Um, what was I gonna say? Which uh, you said this? You're thinking this takes place before Rogue One, then? So we know it's before episode four, after episode three of Star Wars, but before Rogue One? Yeah, I'm not so good with the timeline stuff. Not really. (laughs) I'm not so good with the rhyming. Not really. No. Oh. Okay, so remember when there's the first, like, I don't don't want to even call it a speeder, but the first vehicle that that you think... uh, Cassian and the other guy are gonna escape on it, get shot down and like, you know, flips I actually thought that the guy that was like standing there with it coming at him was gonna get smooshed and it was just gonna be like Wizard of Oz with the witch's feet sticking out from under the house and just kinda curl up underneath (laughs) I was just waiting for us to see him just feet sticking out from under the thing but apparently it didn't hit him so I felt bad for some of those those uh officers at first and then they like hit that girl's head and like grab that old lady well it's it's kind of like what we have go on with our like our police force in modern day there are so many more good cops than bad cops but there are those bad cops just like there's bad officers here you like like, you don't feel bad for the one that, you know, bashed the girl's head. He ends up shot. We really don't care. But all the other guys that you're seeing, you know, cry because their buddy just got blown up. Even if their buddy was a terrible person. Like, they were still a person. Well, let's not give stormtroopers a whole lot of personality But these guys... Life. But that's <laughs> the thing. They went a different way with this. All these guys have faces, and they don't all have the same face. So they're not just like, standard clones, like, you actually kind of feel for it, like, because you can't normally see if they cry or if they're upset in any way. They don't... It's just all mask all the time. That would be really sad if they had to, like, improve the designs for Stormtrooper helmets to allow people to be able to cry like it, like, airs out, like... (laughs) (laughs) There's just little louvers on the thing that's, like, happy face, sad face. (laughs) Little little windshield wipers. Uh, so, uh, kind of a, what is that called? A hot take, but, um, I think clone troopers are way cooler than stormtroopers, which is, yeah. feels kind of, like, bad to say. And... No, I 100% agree, and they're not even evil, so that's, like, the best part. No, you guys are absolutely right, the, um, <laughs> well, that, you're right on this very opinionated yeah, topic. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% right, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, um, nobody else can have a differing opinion whatsoever in the slightest, if they do, they're absolutely false. Um, <laughs> you're wrong! <laughs> wrong it's a scientific bro. fact that these are better. Um, okay, like, some, like, in the Clone Jing Wars... Or nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I said Django or nothing. Django oh. Unchained. They, they all have to be Django clones, or they they just don't matter. Well, now I'm just picturing like what he just said, where it's Django, like the um, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino movie, <laughs> where just a bunch of Jamie Foxes oh. and the blue puffy shirt. <laughs> but okay, so going to like Force Unleashed, there's the Jedi General Ram Koda, and he didn't trust the clones like right from the get go. He was one of the only Jedi that didn't use clone troopers. He instead he relied on his own militia. So like he would hire, like, you know, farmers or whatever from planets that he had helped rescue and save. Like those people, they all like joined his army basically. So General Ramkota had his own army, kind of brewing off in the distance. So then when the stormtroopers took over and like the Empire was on the rise, he kind of had like the first real rebel alliance. Like, that was, like, the first time you see a glimpse of that is when his clone, or his troopers start attacking. There's an empire on the rise. Sorry, I had to. I see. Bad empire rise. Yeah, don't worry. That's no I moon. <laughs> I see. I see. Space station. <laughs> That's no moon. Anyway. I feel like... There's got to be more Andor stuff. I, you know, I mean... Uh, not necessarily. Um, it, my, uh... What a horrible way to die. The guy that got blow dart gun to death oof. by, like, all the kids. That yeah, I really funny. do wonder, was was this neurotoxin, <laughs> or is he just a human pincushion to the point of... Somebody finally got him in the heart from the back. He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's just a voodoo doll. It's like extreme acupuncture. Just dart by dart. Just like, oh, that finger doesn't work. Oh, neither does that one. Oh, that one actually makes my whole body feel... You cured my sciatica. (laughs) Ah, it's back. Oh, something else is working. Never mind. I got real lost medicine. I hope that don't last for more than four hours. (laughs) (laughs) If it does, call your doctor. It doesn't matter, I'm dead. I got real Lost Boys vibes from them. And I don't mean, like, the vampire movie. I mean, like... That's all I picture is just Kiefer Sutherland with a mullet. I mean, like, Neverland Lost Boys Ah. vibes from the kids. Because they're all kids. And then... Right, yeah, any movie with kids, I'm just going to automatically assume Peter Pan. Yeah, I get it. Well, a bunch of kids living in the forest alone with no adults. Lord of the Flies. That's what Grace said when we watched it. Oh, that was what it reminded her of that? Yeah, she made a Lord of the Flies reference, and then we also said, um... <laughs> we are on The unsure. world may never know. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of the Tootsie Pop? Let's, Let's find, find out. out. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> okay, so we had that. So that guy got, you know, gunned down horribly. Um, did anybody else think that the prostitute lady from the very beginning of the show was Emma Stone at first, and then very quickly realized it was not Emma Stone? I did not even think that for a second. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't, like, I can't even remember what she looked like, so I'm not saying, like, oh, that was a horrible guess, but no, that never crossed my mind. Now I feel like I need to go back and see if it's even close. I thought it was really sweet that, you know, that couple, it was Bix and Tim, when they just hold hands all night. 
<laughs> fornicate in any way, shape, or form. That was really sweet. I was so happy for them. That was one thing that got... That didn't land again. <laughs> I gotta stop using that joke, because that's three times now. It didn't land. Not well, anyway. I liked it the second time. Yeah, the third time, you're like, Joe, just shut up. <laughs> Why... Why do we still have, like, Jonah. sympathy or empathy for our protagonist? What's the reason why we feel for him and want him to keep going? Because right now, he's a murderer. He's just he, He's literally just an escaped murderer, and it was an accident on the first guy, and he had a chance to try to clear it up. I mean, maybe it would have worked out, maybe it wouldn't have. I'm not saying you could trust... You know, the second guy he iced, but he's, I... He's hot. <laughs> why Why do we feel like we want him to survive? Is it just because he wants to find his sister? Like, is that the only reason we feel petty for him? He's not even looking for his sister anymore. He gave up. Well, then why... I'm sorry, but I'm actually... Like, I do connect with this character, but I have no reason at all for connecting with him. Minus you guys have similar facial hair. I'll take your word for it. Oh, yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do. Um, I had the same issue. I'm like, how is this guy a good guy? Because so far, all we know is that he owes everybody money. He... Is that he, the only reason why he's going to join the Rebel Alliance? Is like, hey, I did a really good thing, guy. <laughs> so he kind of just forget about it. I... I had a hard time sympathizing with him because when he kills the second guy, they purposely show that. Like, yeah, there's that's... a reason to show him just murder somebody he didn't have to murder. The other officer. Well, yeah, I, I definitely no would have connected with him. Yeah, I, I would have connected with him most and felt for him most if he would have just trusted the guy and then got screwed somehow. Like it's almost to, to be him. expected. But, like, he didn't even give the guy a chance. Oh, I wouldn't have. I, I, I admit, if I was in that guy, if I was in Cassian's shoes, I would, he, he shot way too slow, personally. I wouldn't have even given him a chance to talk. <laughs> We've already <laughs> no. seen he can work his way out of a tricky situation, though, and he also knows that. Oh, by the way, I have to say, the, the old guy impresses me. Because he's literally got a gun to his head for a full, like, two and a half minutes. And if anything, he looks like he's losing anxiety as the gun gets close. <laughs> Either he is just really okay with, you know, passing on from this life, or he, uh, I, I don't know. I just wish I was that confident that, like, I could have somebody that I've known my whole life holding a gun to my head that I would normally trust, and I would not be okay. I would be scared. This is a complete stranger that you really know nothing about. Has a gun touching your forehead. You're like, oh, well, no. the trick was with him is that he knew a lot about the person that was holding a gun to his head. All right, so he's good at trivia. Big what? So that he's is, seen the script to I'm, Andor. I'm good at trivia, too. I'm still not taking that chance. Oh, Vroom. the thing I couldn't think about earlier with the Cassian, the guy who's playing him, um, if they were to do, I don't want them to, because I don't think that we need to remake every single movie of all time. But... 
they've remade a bunch of movies that they shouldn't have made. So, if they were to ever remake The Princess Bride, I think he kind of reminds me of Inigo Montoya. Inigo Montoya. And he's got the same accent. You, you killed my father. Prepare to die. So, I, I thought he'd... Grace and I both said when we were watching it, like, oh, he would... He kind of reminds me of uh, Inigo, so... Right, uh, Indigo. slightly Latina guy with long black hair and scraggly facial hair. I'm a, yeah, no. Well, it I was funny, because right after we said that, he said the phrase, um, you have my word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Grace and I both look at each other and laugh, and we go... It's it, it's no good. I've I've known too many Spaniards. What if I give you my word as a Spaniard? <laughs> uh, no, no, wouldn't work. I've known too many Spaniards. Um, and it's when he's debating with uh, Luther or Luthen. 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 Yeah. He's like, how do I know that you're not messing me over? You have my word. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, well, I was watching an interview with him. I don't know the actor's name. Uh, Diego Luna is the actor's name. I watched an interview with him, and he was talking about from his native country when they would watch Star Wars, they thought that R2-D2's name was Arturito, which is Little Arthur, and nobody ever corrected them as a culture, so they just went along with that. Um, but it made sense because Arturito is Little Arthur, so they just all thought his name was legitimately Arthur, and he was just a little guy. And it made sense. He's stubby. Um, Nick, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Feel like I got nothing for Andor. Like I, I thought I'm you had some unchecked show. stuff. I do, but it's like it's not relevant. Like who it's is the old guy? We already answered. Let me that. see. I was watching. Well, I was okay. watching Andor. Like when I was watching the episodes by myself, and I'm like, this isn't. Like it's not that I have anything against it. I'm just like this. Is, I don't know. Okay, it's, I'm reading Noah's notes, and it's. 82 different notes that all are Wally related. It's really weird. Like <laughs> all Wally not, references. Not like all my group puns the one day. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so, so we are basically out of things for Andor. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, well, there was, um, oh, there was one other funny part that cool. was just worth noting. Cool. You remember uh, when he's trying to, like his his buddy. Or I assume they're friends. The guy that's like threatening him when he gets back because he owes him money. The they get the other guy to stand there. Vatch yeah. or whatever his yeah. name was. What? So he, you said all I had to do was stand here. <laughs> that's like, exactly how I would be in a situation like that. Like, yeah, like I'll what? just stand there and try to. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely know. forgot about that guy. I love that. I hope we get to see him one more time in the show. Yeah. The the big silent uh, alien dude. He's just like. Uh, he told me to just stand here and, like, look intimidating. Basically, like, Space Patrick. What? What? <laughs> you just told me to stand here. Or what? He's going to tear my arm off or something? There's mayonnaise an instrument. There's mayonnaise an instrument? Horse radish isn't either. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. canned bread. <laughs> That was in between his Squidward and his Louie Anderson. <laughs> That's oh, Louie. Hey, Louie. <laughs> you gonna kill me, Louie? <laughs> I'll kill you, Dad. How is that so? <laughs> I'll do 
anything for you, Ma. <laughs> All right, this has been a marvelous podcast. This has been covering episodes one through three of Andor. We will be tuning in next week with a selection of... Uh, we'll Consult the magical calendar. Oh, magical time-traveling elves. elves. Yeah. No, they're yes, my lawyers. Magical Leopluridon. Um, so there's... We either next week we'll do, <laughs> either next week we'll do the Incredible Hulk or the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, and you guys will be introduced to either of those really because I don't think you guys have seen either, right? What was the first one? The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with like Edward Norton. Yeah. <gasps> cool. So it's either that or or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So it's going to be one of those two next week. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then so we're going to be doing Andor in three chunk episode chunks we're going to be doing She-Hulk in three episode chunks and then we got a couple <laughs> specials going on here make sure to force choke that subscribe button Make sure to there's no Jedis in this one though make sure to sit strike that subscribe button make sure to Release your anger on the subscribe button. Just do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> subscribe. Do it. <laughs> do it. Unlimited followers. <laughs> there's got to be more. I feel like there's more. No, uh, there there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't past the first part. Really, <laughs> that's true. That's a meme. <laughs> yeah. Oh, make sure to follow our friends on MediaVerse Plus. Please leave us a... Well, maybe not after this episode leave us a review. This is probably not the best uh, rendition of our <laughs> racist, uh. work, possibly. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.